Timeout when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit affleck.com to learn more. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production, available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Attention all you hoopers out there. If you're like me and you like to play basketball or keep active, i got to tell you about Theragun. Theragun is a handheld, battery-operated, professional-grade percussive therapy device that helps alleviate pain, improve mobility, and enhance performance. The Theragun is easy-to-use handheld device that helps relieve tension and increase blood flow. Theragun Percussive Therapy is unlike any massage device you've ever tried. Designed by a chiropractor, it's therapeutic for all body types. It can treat every part of the body. I use it to help with my hip. And it's triangle design. It allows you to grip it multiple ways so you don't have to strain to target each area. Now, I'll tell you some of the benefits. It's relief from muscle tension, soreness, stiffness, and knots. It increases blood flow, improves range of motion, flexibility, accelerates recovery, activates muscles, improves muscle coordination, It's great to enhance performance and avoid injury. It's body energizing. Right now, you can use the promo code DPSHOW10. That's D-P-S-H-O-W-10. And you get two free attachments with purchase. It's great. Theragun, if you like to stay active, you'll love it. Again, promo code DPSHOW10 with two free attachments. Napa know-how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 33120. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. 
And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show. One of the biggest actors of our generation. Presently en route to Miami. I got a little pat down the other day, and I got a double uh, groin tap. It was it was considerable. Tap, not the groin. For a film shoot for their upcoming Super Bowl. Best in Miami. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Studios in Los Angeles, here's Jason Smith and Will Blackman. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Will Blackman, in for Dan and the Danettes today. Happy Football Friday as we get ready to talk about more than just the Dallas Cowboys. And look, the last few minutes have been so successful for Will Blackman. You got a job offer on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, it's I amazing. A recommendation. I mean, you, you, you know, you, you, you had a flat tire. You got here. It's all good. For the last few minutes, and you were so impressive. In the last segment we did. Now, you're getting job offers now, on Twitter. No, hold on. Yeah, before I get to that, not only – I'm going to brag here. I'm, you know, I, I'm so humble. But no, listen, yes, yes, I, you, I had I, the flat tire. Knowing you as right? I do, yes, Flat humble. tire, and then I was stuck in traffic. And then while I was stuck in traffic, I got slander from Jason Cole. And guess what? Didn't even blink. Didn't even blink. And I and, I, and also listening to my guy fight through his the adversity with his voice, you know, sipping tea this whole time just to help you guys, help you guys out and fill out for the Danettes. And Dan, you know, he's getting it done. Yeah. So, yeah, some guy said, hey, Will Blackman, can you um, – so, you know, I'm going to read out his name. Derek Shuda, that's S-H-U-D-A. And he said, hey, Will Blackman, can you come back to the NFL and return kicks and punts? For the Packers, I've been getting this request a lot. Apparently, they're not doing well uh, in the return game. People have been asking me all year. And apparently, I was pretty successful returning kicks. But that was like 10 years ago. I can still do it. But I just simply replied, no. Wow. <laughs> you're going you're, you're gonna to really break the uh, uh, the heart of Matt LaFleur using a burner Twitter account to try to reach out to you. <laughs> to return that, punts is and that kicks. what he did? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, what they he know how to reach me. They, they got all my info. Yeah. But, you, know. you, could st- you could still do it? I you could still return yeah, punts and kicks? Punt in my sleep in traffic with a flat tire. Well, yeah, well, I mean, but catching the punt's fine. But, you know, could you actually, you know, be proactive and get a couple of yards yeah, or, or that's you, it? Yeah, here's – I remember – so I told the story thousands of times. So when I met my wife – Obviously, my girlfriend at the time, she never seen me play football, ever, 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 ever. So the very first game she went to uh, was Monday night, 2008, versus the Vikings, Aaron Rodgers' first start. Okay. And I'm like, she's never seen me play. I need to take one to the crib, to the house, so I'm not fair catching a damn thing today. <laughs> and so I'm catching the ball, getting terrible field position, getting tackled, getting, and I'm getting so frustrated. I remember I go to the sideline, and it was almost like – you know, like an angel showed up, almost like in um, Bruce Almighty when Morgan Freeman showed up. And it was, for me, it was Robert Brooks, okay. former Packers receiver. And he walked up to me. He was like, listen, and I didn't, I didn't know he was there. He was like, listen, just when you catch the ball, just get the first 10 yards. Just get the first, because first of all, if you average 10 yards of return, you're probably leading the league. Mm-hmm. He said, just get the first 10 yards. Just get a first down. Get the first 10 yards. I'm like, all right. I'll just get the first 10 yards, he said, and watch what happens. So sure enough, I go back there, and I catch the ball, and I just got the first 10 yards. And I'm like, yo, I'm still running. 
So I'm going, I break to the sideline, and I'm still running, and I'm still running. And I look, and I see all these great blocks, and then I decided to cut across field. And next thing you know, I'm in the, I'm in the end zone. And, yes, I ran right to the bleachers, and I gave my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, I gave her that football. First game she ever saw me play. Wow. She said, I was Monday night. That's how you do it. Wow. And then the coaching staff that went after the game, you know, all the, all the stuff we did, why, why Blackman was screwing up in the beginning, trying to return. It's because he's trying to impress his girlfriend. <laughs> you know, can you believe me? All the, all the stuff coaches go through all week going, all right, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Now, but Blackman wants to impress his girlfriend. All right. Yeah. All right. Everything's bigger on Monday night. Or just against the Vikings. I, I used to. I used to. See, I thought <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me that uh, you know, but my wife and I, my first date, she watched me return punts. I thought it's like you went to the park or oh, something. I know. Going, watch yeah, this. right. I'll catch this out of I the jug. I got a jug machine in the watch trunk. This, watch me. I'll catch this. Look at it. I'm not even looking. I'll throw a football over a mountain for you. Watch this. I'll do this. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to catch. I'm going to catch. He this called punt. me lame. Who did? Derek Shooter, the guy that wanted you to return yes. punts and kicks. Wow. Well, you said no. Yeah, well, he Listen, asked. Matt LaFleur gets upset, you know, when you when you turn down a coach's burner account on, on national radio, it's a big deal. It's all good. All right. <laughs> I've, I've been turned down a lot myself. <laughs> so, now, before we get to Odell Beckham, if you don't return that punt for a touchdown, yeah. do, are you still married or are you with somebody else yeah, now? No, she did not. Like, are you married to Halle Berry or something or, or what? First of all, no. Oh, okay. My wife didn't, like I said, she didn't care to begin with. It oh, wasn't right. like, oh, he is good. Great. No, she was like, oh, that's cool. Thanks for the football. Let's go to dinner. Wow. That was it. Really. It wasn't like, oh, my goodness, that no, you're, she, you're the one? She, she did not care about like like that. Now, she supported me, obviously. like She has a personal investment. But in terms of my success, dude, she's seen the high. She's seen me. She saw me tear my ACL, get released lose out on a bunch of money, and she also saw me get new deals and win a Super Bowl. So she's seen both, and she just never blinked. So you gave her the football, and you went back to when you went back to the sideline, she turned and gave it to a kid. Here, yeah, I don't want this. No, it's actually, I, get, I was giving her the football, right and some old man actually tried to take it from her. <laughs> I'm going to be I'm dead serious. I'm not even kidding. Really? Yeah, there's a video. Like, old wow. man tried to take it from her. Wow. My brother was there, so the guy probably would have got put in a headlock. <laughs> Uh, the superstar, Will Blackman, who is giving out footballs and getting married with us here. Uh, the Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, Will you Blackman. You seem like I have multiple wives. I, no, I'm just saying. I mean, that was, that was a good story. I mean, I'm not trying to get you in trouble. But do you have you, you don't have multiple wives, do you? I just want to write that down. Stop it. All right, make sure. Okay, very good. Uh, so we talked a lot about the Cowboys last hour on the show. And we'll get back into them. Edward. Bye, shout out to Shauna. My wife loves you. She's probably listening. How you doing? <laughs> you want to run and give her a football again? You want to hear earlier? No. No. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so we got Ed Werder stopping by Dallas Cowboys insider at ESPN uh, in a few minutes to talk latest with the Cowboys. But Odell Beckham Jr. has decided to apologize for what happened a day ago. Yesterday, he was asked about his future with the Browns, and he said, look, after this year, everything's going to take care of itself. I'm not thinking about it now. I mean, he is under contract through 2023. All right, so it's not like he's going to be a free agent. He's got one more year. There's an opt-out. He is under contract through 2023. Wouldn't commit to going back to the Cleveland Browns. Got a lot of flack for it. Put out on Twitter about an hour ago, quote, I never said I was not happy in Cleveland. Just like everyone else, I'm hopeful for better results, period. Next story, please. 
is that it for Odell Beckham, or is this just, well, this is who he is? I mean, no matter, you know, they were excited when they got him, but in the end, Odell's going to Odell, and he's going to say things like, I don't know about next year, and maybe I want to force my way out because Cleveland, we're not winning, and I'm not happy. Well, one, I believe he's very happy because he's there with his best friend in Jarvis Landry. So that's, I mean, even his profile header is him and Jarvis. All his posts are him and Jarvis. They have a whole commercial of him and Jarvis going way back. So I'm sure he's happy. And, and you know, you got a sweet deal to be out there. Um, I will say where I can see where people are confused because when he did get traded, Basically, he said that the Giants sent him to, to Cleveland to die, mm-hmm. to wither away. Um, he sent him to the elephant graveyard in Lion King. I just watched it the other day. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. But um, for the first time, he's been out a long time. No, no, I've been watching it like 30. I probably watched 30 times in the past four days. Really? Like my kids, yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, I, I believe I believe he's happy. And, I, and once again, um, it's interesting, though, because I, it's – I remember while I was playing, we spoke to the media like on what Tuesdays, and that was it. And actually, and these guys talk every day, you know. And I understand Cleveland, a lot of personalities, big personalities there, so I can tell how people can take out of context. So I believe, you know, Odell is just fine. He's happy. He's going to be there. Um, so, but, but is it he? He's he saying he wants change. Is he saying I can hold out if there's not change? I mean, what what's he I what's he trying to accomplish? I think he's just trying to be another voice. I, and the thing is, there are, there are a lot of voices, and there isn't – you have guys that potentially can be leaders, but it's kind of like, okay, one week it's Odell as the leader, and another week you're going to hear Baker speak out and say something. You know, you might hear somebody else. So it's, it's, very, um, it's very confusing. And it's, and it's what I saw with this team. Beginning of the year, I look, and on paper, I'm like, okay, on paper, or if you're playing Madden, like, this is a great, you know, a really good team talent-wise. The the only concern I had was with any time of team any type of team that has this talent is the culture. What is the culture going to be like? What happens if they lose a game? Okay, they'll be fine. They lose two games. Now, if they lose three games in a row, what is going to happen with the culture? Because you have all this talent, all this, this big, these big personalities, and a new coach with little coordinator head coach experience, none basically. Um, and and you kind of saw what happened, so. It's it's interesting there. This I wouldn't I wouldn't look at it too crazy. I don't want people people on social media can relax because it's not that serious. Well, this this is also Odell. This is kind of just who he is. You know, I'm gonna just talk and it, there's yeah. gonna be you know. But he never takes responsibility for anything he does. Like he's got to realize that in terms sometimes, of what? sometimes when I say things, uh, I I gotta realize that okay, it's a something about it's bigger than me. And he never has it. He never took any responsibility because was all the stuff with the Giants that big a deal? No, but the Giants basically said, hey, this is a big deal to us when you say things like this, when you take on Eli Manning in the middle of a season in which we're trying to, you know, see which way the season goes. And he doesn't think that's that big a deal. And the Giants kept telling him, hey, this is a big this is a big deal. This is a big deal. And he says, no, it's really not. I'm going to say what I want to say. And they got tired of it. And, you know, that's just the same thing here. He's yeah. going to keep saying what he wants to say, but has to realize that sometimes – it's not going to play well, and here you are near the end of the season that has gone off the rails, and your coach is wearing a T-shirt saying Pittsburgh started it, and it's it's been a whole big mess. And now on a day where, okay, let's just not have any controversy come out, here's Odell saying, hey, I don't know about next year. 
You know, the next year will take care of itself. Basically saying either I want change or I'm going to force my way out if I want to. Just put that out there for everybody. Yeah. You know, you know that. I, no, I understand in, that, in regards to that. Like, he should realize that. However, he has not been um, on a team where someone is b- bigger than him in terms of his star power, where there are certain leaders on a team that will actually reach out and hold Odell accountable. You know, th- I think his rookie year was the only time I remember like Antro Rowe was was on the team. Um but after that when when after Odell became the man, the superstar, there was no one that would say anything to him. So um you know, I can't really fault him for that, but just really quick, you know, I remember I heard earlier Jason Cole talking about like Odell is, you know, about his work ethic and and how he doesn't go to the off-season workouts with the team. He's here in LA doing these things, but when he's he's once again, talent-wise, top five receiver. Obviously not productive this year, but still one of the most dangerous receivers. Comes out here and, and works extremely, extremely hard. And I've been on teams where, like, okay, when I was in Green Bay, Charles Woodson didn't come all the time. Nick Collins didn't come all the time to the offseason things. Nick Barnett, these are all Pro Bowl guys, you know, that no one really came to the offseason training because you don't, you don't have to. And plus, frankly, a lot of guys trust their own trainers to get themselves healthy for that reason. Like, I, yeah, but none of them are Odell. None of them are the star. When the stars don't come, it's a big deal. Look, Tom Brady came to the off-season training program every year for the Patriots, but then he doesn't show up, and it's oh, what's wrong? That Tom Brady's not coming. No, I'm saying yeah, that star I'm, power. I'm, yeah, that, you know, no, people Charles care Woodson, about it. I'm saying Charles Woodson never. Yeah, but came. Charles Woodson in Green Bay is different than Tom Brady in New England and Odell Beckham with the Giants. Okay, so uh, my next example was I just talked to um, I was in London and I got to speak to Jalen Ramsey, and he got a lot of you know. Uh, talk about Coughlin was calling him out in terms of like how he didn't come to the offseason and and Jalen was like I always came to the offseason training but the 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 year I finally came to the offseason training I did not have the healthiest season so I had to go back to what I did to make sure I was healthy because I didn't want to be hurt I want to make sure that my body's right to to be at my best. Jason Smith, Will Blackman in for Dan and the Danettes here at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we got Ed Werder coming up next from ESPN going to talk all about the Cowboys and their egg that they laid last night against the Chicago Bears. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Amazing. It's so amazing. Millions of people a year getting their cash back match to get the cash back and then even more cash to match it. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash match. That's discover.com. Slash match. So we got Ed Werder coming up. Maybe another job offer for Will Blackman. Maybe another team wants you to return punts and kicks. Jets, you know, maybe one of those teams that's in need. You never know. Keep it right here, Fox Sports Radio. If you purchase supplies for a business, you know it's nearly impossible to find everything you need in one place. And that's why there's Zorro.com, where the number one goal is to make your life easier. Zorro.com, that's Z O R O.com, is where you'll find everything you need for your businesses of any size and almost any industry. Zorro.com has tools and equipment, safety and office supplies, cleaning supplies, and more. Zorro has tons of stuff for industries like electrical, plumbing, contracting, manufacturing, and more. You'll find brands you know and trust like Stanley, 3M, Milwaukee, Schneider, and Rubbermaid, just to name a few. Zorro.com offers amazing customer service from real people based in the United States. 
You'll also enjoy fast, free shipping of orders of $50 or more. Even if you don't have a business to shop for, you can still find lots of great items at Zorro.com. Visit Zorro.com slash Dan to sign up for a Z-mail and get 15% off your first order. That's Zorro.com slash Dan. Sign up for the Z-mail and get 15% off your first order. Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break 25 bucks? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331 Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. This one, huh? I'm telling you. Yeah, you're a big fan you of the did, knack. You, you didn't know. I, I didn't know. You didn't know. Oh, you know, I was actually. You were born I, after the song came out. It's all good, though. I was highly upset, though, once again, when I was in traffic because he, my man played Barracuda and I couldn't sing along to it. You, well, yeah, of course you can sing along to it. You're in a car. You can, you're allowed to sing along. On air. No, well, okay, well, but in the car, at least you can do it. I know you're a big fan of the of the Hart uh, Wilson sisters. Look at you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude. You are you are you are a Renaissance man, Will Blackman. I've, I've I'll been, tell you what. Yeah, I was blasting some of Billy Idol too. I was. <laughs> Jason Smith, Will Blackman, in for Dan and the Danettes today. Here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice day to start again uh, here at Fox Sports Radio, and uh, time to welcome in Ed Werder, ESPN reporter, as we talk about the Cowboys. Loss to the Chicago Bears last night, 31-24. Or should I say, new head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Ed Werder. Ed, congratulations on the, on the promotion. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I would turn, have to turn down the job, I'm afraid. No, no, you, you know, look, you could be the first head coach and writer and reporter. You could report on your team's game. Look, I talked to Ed Werder after the game, and he said this. Well, you know what? I actually, at one point, uh, started a tweet last night that, you know, Jerry Jones, I, I mean, I've been covering the Cowboys since Jerry Jones bought the team in 1989. I've lived in Dallas and been around the team reporting on them regularly since that time. And Jerry Jones has always had this fantasy, and it's one that he obviously has stated he could make come true because he has the power to enact it. And that is he always, always believed he could coach in the NFL. And while he's already proven he can't be a general manager effectively in the NFL, so he might as well take this opportunity and coach the team if that's what he's always wanted to do because obviously they're not responding to Jason Garrett and he's not willing to fire Garrett now because he doesn't view anybody on the staff as being a capable and worthy replacement. So if ever Jerry Jones is serious about his interest in coaching the team, <laughs> now to me is the time. You know, the thing is is, is that, Ed, and, and I made this comparison earlier in the show, is that when Major League Baseball teams fire their managers, they fire them just to change the energy of the team and, and they get the team to respond. With three games left in the season and they can still make the playoffs, it's not like they're 4-8 and eight and, and everything is done and they're playing out the string. 
they wouldn't go to that as some kind of change of energy, whether it's Rod Marinelli, who has at least head coaching experience, not great head coaching experience, but he has some. Uh, they, they wouldn't think about that possibility of maybe we catch lightning in a bottle for the, the that stretch of the year and we win the division, get in the playoffs, and see what happens. Well, just as they put their roster together in such a way that last night when rookie Tony Pollard's ankle – uh, makes him uh, puts him in jeopardy of not being able to play in the game and leaves him short at running back, and they don't have any alternative. Uh, I think the same thing you can be said of their coaching staff in that when Jerry Jones put the coaching staff together, he didn't make sure he had an alternative if Jason Garrett failed and needed to be replaced during the season. Uh, certainly we've seen two other teams who have been willing to go that route and get out ahead of all these other teams that are going to fire their coach and begin the process of interviewing and hiring and contacting. Uh, and researching potential head coaches for their uh, jobs going forward. And that's the Redskins, who have done nothing with that advantage that we know of, by the way, for the past three months. Um, And the Carolina Panthers, whose owner David Tepper said that was the whole reason he did what he did with Ron Rivera. Uh, I just don't think there is anybody on the Cowboys coaching staff um, that Jerry Jones thinks is going to give this team the kind of jolt that you might expect uh, and a kind of an attention getter in the locker room. You know, I just, I just pointed this out. Um, this is a team that really has a problem holding players accountable. The players, you know, have the best facilities in football every day, Monday through Friday, to practice in, and an absolute football palace to play in uh, every Sunday when they're home. They have the best of everything. And the Cowboys have, in this, in this period of time where they've won three of ten games, where they've endured two three-game losing streaks, have made zero lineup changes other than those forced on them by injuries. This is just not a team that believes in accountability. And they can't even bring themselves to wave the kicker who's missed the most kicks in the NFL 10 this season. I mean, the guy in New England who's won six rings is is about to start on his fourth kicker. (laughs) But the Cowboys still have Brett Maher, who's not only missed 10 times, but – the research I did last night with our with our stats and information people revealed that teams have, as a result of Maher misses, when he missed a field goal, they've turned around and scored 27 points on the next possession. That's so wild. not only is he giving away 30 points, he's setting the opponent up to score 27 points. I mean, that's almost 60 points. And Will Blackman here, how's it going? <laughs> Um, no, so it's interesting you say that because, you know, after playing 12 years, uh, I've seen all aspects. I've been on a team, a Jaguar team, where we started 0-8. You know, I've been on Packers, Giants teams where we have been successful. And when you when you see a team that is as talented, you know, they have a franchise, players everywhere, um, and when the results aren't getting done, you always – I always go back and look at the culture. You know, and so you brought up a good point in terms of no one's holding anyone accountable because when you look at the team, I'm like, who who is the leader? You have good players, but who is the actual well, you know leader what? on the team? You know, and in that point, I, I th- I've always believed that Dak Prescott was a strong leader, and I think that's the reason he won the job from Tony Romo as a rookie fourth round pick. Uh, he won the locker room. He won the confidence of the coaching staff. Um, but that being said, you know what I saw last night before the game for the second time in a row? You know who was breaking the Cowboys down after pregame warm-ups? Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett, A, say what you want about him specifically. I'm, I'm not going to criticize right. him or his reputation. But just the fact that a player who's a one-year rental player acquired 
He's been there for like a, not even from a month. Team right. That suspended him is now leading your team. <laughs> tells me something is wrong with the leadership structure in the locker room. That is fact, and and I totally agree. I noticed that too, especially. I guess in the locker room, he was the one yelling, too, uh, in the locker room. Last week. Right, last week. He was giving the speech about, we're better than this. Right. Well, how do you know? You you just got here. Well, Maybe we're not better than this. Well, All the cases are, we're not better than this. Well, because he because, because he sees he sees the talent there. And and to take his side for a second, he's seen, he has seen what it looks like. And I'm sure he looked he looked at his Seattle roster when they won in 2013 and looked at this Cowboys roster. He's like, like damn, this town everywhere, but these guys just don't get it. They they can't snap out of it, and, and maybe those type of players, like you said, they don't appreciate all the stuff that's there in terms of the right. facilities and what have you. Because uh, I, I I was in Seattle for training camp, and you know Pete Carroll and um, Paul Allen, you know, rest in peace. He they got the best stuff for them because it was like, hey, I want to make our players happy, but also they also found players that were angry for no reason. You know, right. and where they compete, they competed in health. Yeah, I love, I love Pete's culture of competition every day. Right. Because uh, everyone's jobs on the line. It's a meritocracy, right? You you get what you earn, and that's the way it should be in the NFL. And going back to my accountability question, I don't not sure that's the way it is in Dallas. I'm sure it's not. I think you win a position in training camp, uh, or you've had a position from last year, and you played well enough that it, it's just kind of uh, you feel like you're guaranteed that position. And I don't think players perform their best when they become that comfortable. I know being around Jimmy Johnson with the Cowboys, being around uh, Bill Parcells, those are just two Cowboys coaches, let alone all the other coaches around the league. But there's always been a fear, a fear that not only might this person cut me, but this person might publicly call me out and question my performance or my effort. There isn't that fear in Dallas. Right, and and – that, that's the biggest thing. I saw Jason Witten lose his mind last night, almost like, hey, I should have stayed in the booth. I left uh, Booger for this. <laughs> yeah. I left Booger for this. Come on. Yeah, because I look at the, the team. When I was on the Giants in 2011, we went 97-1. Nothing got to Coach Coughlin unless the team couldn't handle it. He had a, he had a leadership committee. It was like Justin Tuck, yeah. uh, O.C. Miura, Eli. And if, if, if it got too big where, Cough, where the team couldn't handle it, then Coughlin said, let me know. Otherwise, like I don't want to hear about right. it. Right. Well, I mean, you know, and, and Jason Witten's played more games in Cowboys uniform than anybody in football. And, you know, we asked him why he was so fr- visibly frustrated last night. His answer was, did you see the game? Right. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I was trying to get something going. And then, he, you know, and then he went on to this spiel about, you know, hey, we always say, you know, from the coach on down that we've got the right kind of guys. And he says, and that's fine. And I think we do. But it's a show me game like that has to show up. And tonight that didn't show up. And so. I asked him, well, how can you believe in this team if it's won three of its last ten games? And he said, that's a totally fair question. And I don't expect anybody on the outside to believe in us anymore until we prove ourselves on the field. But I I think this is a team that's really beyond frustrated. They're mystified. They're exasperated. And yet here they are, after all this failure, still leading their division. And they will going into week 15. And really all they have to do is beat Philadelphia and win one other game. And they win the division. You can follow him on Twitter at Werder Ed ESPN. That's at Werder Ed ESPN. Cowboys Insider Ed Werder Ed, as always, appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the day. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays.
All right, you want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Now, Will, I, I want to throw this to you here because I'll catch it because I, I well, I hope so. Like, like a punt, <laughs> you're not going to fumble, right? All right. Because I know you can, you ever fumble a punt? Yeah, of course. Okay. I, call, I had to catch punts in the NFC North. The right. weather was not perfect. Okay, all right. Well, oh, so it was the weather's fault? 100%. Okay, oh, wow, wow. Talk about no accountability. <laughs> so, Ed Werder talked about accountability for the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, think about this, because we're going to have a couple of big, high-profile openings in the NFL this year. Where the Cowboys are going to change coaches at the end of the season. The Browns are going to likely change coaches at the end of the season. The last couple years, it's been... Who's the hot up-and-coming offensive coordinator that's going to come in? Who's the next Sean McVay? Who's the next Kyle Shanahan that is going to come in and, and our offense is going to look great? We'll only run the football when we have to because running backs are necessary evils. And who's that next guy? But now it's a different year in the NFL. And right. they have teams with different needs. And the Cowboys, you have an accountability problem like Ed Werder talked about, and they've had that. You have the Browns who need leadership. I'm wondering if that trend this year is going to be, okay, who are the best out-of-work coaches, Who are, Mike McCarthy, whoever it is that can come in and be a CEO of the organization because we have the talent. We just need somebody that can put it all together, hold people accountable, and get them their best on the field. We don't need the great new system right. in place. We just need somebody with a presence. Okay, cause, right, because if you look at that, that trend, the, um, you know, the offensive guru, what have you, you know, yeah, Sean McVay, yeah, he took the job as the head coach for the Rams, but he also brought Wade Phillips. Um, you know, LaFleur took over, you know, for the Packers, but he kept Mike Pettin. Um, so, yeah, that's that's good and well. But at the, at the end of the day, do you have a guy who is a leader of men? You know, and I look at I look at the Rams team. And they had leaders like Aaron Donald, Akeem, you know, those guys, Dominican Sue, like guys that will hold everyone accountable. Um you look at coaches like, you know, right now, probably the leading candidate for coach of the year, arguably could be Mike Tomlin. Um, oh, I think it should be him in a walk. It should be, I mean, what, what he, with, without all his stars and still on your third-string quarterback and you're in playoff position in the AFC, right. it's Mike Tomlin easy. Right, yeah. I mean, people can make arguments for Pete Carroll, too. I mean, he's. I think he's always in the running because uh, they never rebuild. They just keep resetting. And granted, yes, they have Russell. I, I get that, too. But just over the other... You know, they made great moves in terms of keeping that team together. But, um, yeah, they, they just – someone that – they need someone leader, man, because I, I don't think play calling is the issue. Uh, talent is not the issue. It's just how can we get these guys to maximize their ability? Because if you can get a bunch of guys – you know, Mike Tomlin has a bunch of young guys. He's on his third quarterback, and he's able to maximize their ability. And if you can do that, then that's great. The one thing Seattle does very very well – is that they train the bottom of their depth chart. The guys who, you know, may may not get a chance, but are literally one injury away, Pete Carroll spends time with them. He spends time with those guys. He trains those guys just as much as he trains the first string guys. Um, every, like I said, every day is competition. Wednesdays is competition Wednesdays. Turnover Thursdays, you know. No repeat Fridays. Like, every everything is measured everything is everything matters no one no one is comfortable because you can lose your job tomorrow perfect example is when they signed matt flynn to that deal he lost his job that same year to russell bolson 
<laughs> He's like, well, he had one good game, and he got all that money for one good game, right? Yeah. Like the last week of the season but before. For my the point is, they signed him to a a pretty cool deal for for him, and he was still being evaluated. Well, what you know, you, you played the NFL for a long time, played for a bunch of different coaches, and you know, if, if we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys and, and and the dysfunction that goes on between Jerry Jones, Jason Garrett, and Down, what's the thing that you see from a coaching staff that you would see that would say, okay, they don't have their act together, or there's problems here, and it's up to us in the locker room to get this done because the coaching staff clearly is is having issues right now. Uh, you you just don't see the chemistry. Um, you, you just don't. It looks like guys are are just doing their part, as opposed to doing their job. They're just doing their part, and, and my meaning that is like, okay, I'm gonna just go out there and try to get mine. It's not so much I'm gonna do what's necessary for the best interest of the team. I'm gonna do what's necessary for me to get my stats to play well, and that's just what it looks like. Um, to stay in the in the division, I got asked about the Redskins, you know, and, and why like their secondary is not doing well, and because they have. They have talent all over the place, you know. And I said it, it, it looks like chemistry. It looks like that they are not spending time uh, studying after the meetings. You know, you're there till like three o'clock, four o'clock. So afterwards, it's like, what do you do when you leave the facility? And every team I've been on, you know, maybe two, three times a week, we all got together somewhere and watched film. And none of us, we didn't have to be best friends. We didn't have to like each other. We didn't. I didn't hang out with any of those guys in the off season. But for these six months, like, let's get it together. Let's find a way to get this done, help each other out, and let's build some chemistry to get it done. Because you don't, you don't have to have the best roster. You have to have the roster with guys with the best mindset. And and that's, and that's what it comes out to. And that's you look at New England. They, they never have the best roster top to bottom, ever. They just have a bunch of guys who, who get it. You don't have to be best friends. Well, they have the plays too. So that their team plays ahead of time. So there's that. Sorry, hey, but that's what, hey, you have time. You have guys who get it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know this. This gets to Dak Prescott, Jason Smith, Will Blackman, and for Dan and the Dennis today here on Fox Sports Radio, is that you know of all the problems the Cowboys have, you know, Dak Prescott has kind of not been shunted aside, but with the attention spent on Jason Garrett, it's not been enough on. Prescott, who, number one, is costing himself a lot of money this year because he's not having a great year. Uh, but right. he, he really, the, the best comparison for him I have right now this season is that he's like Kirk Cousins was in Washington because what Dak's done this year is play well against the bad teams and against the good teams, he's played bad. He's played really poorly. In fact, I'll, I'll, I'll go over this with you right now. I'll go over his games in which... He had a really good passer rating, right, up over 100 where, hey, things look great and, and Dak has a really good game. And then I'll go to games when he was a below average passer rating or or something that was just average, right? right. His good games this year, right, Dak's good games this year, the Giants twice, the Redskins, Philadelphia, Detroit, and Minnesota. Only the Vikings of that group are any good, and they just got torched for 400 yards last week. So you have as good games, Giants two times because they stink, the Redskins stink, Philadelphia stinks, and so does Detroit. So those were his good games. Now his bad games, Buffalo, really good defense. New England, really good defense. Jets, 
average defense, but a really good run defense. Really good and consistent right. defense. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, Green Bay, good defense. Saints, good defense. All those teams are good. Yeah. And all of those games he had bad he had bad games against. So it's like he's he's been beating the bad teams, and that's when he has three touchdowns, throws for 330. But against the good teams, he struggles. And last night he did throw for 330 and a touchdown, but that was all in garbage time. So to me, Dak, that's a big issue is that, you know, Dak Prescott, who in the beginning of the year was, oh, he could be a top 10 quarterback. He could be, now it's, boy, can we really give Dak Prescott $35 million? Can, can we do that? Is he, is he really going to be that good? Because when you need leaders, you need guys coming through. He's not been that guy this year. No, I agree. I mean, it's just tough because that's just, it's the market. It's it's the growing rate. You know, you honestly, honestly would have to be playing like, you know, throwing picks like Jameis for us to truly question what's going on. I just feel like with, with Dallas, it's it's a combination of things. It's not just it's not just him. And I get it, like he hasn't played well, but it's just the whole team in general hasn't pay, played well. Um, Maybe they want you to come return kicks and punts for him. No, I... <laughs> You not getting any, any no burner account uh, text from uh, tweets from Jason Garrett. Listen, I I were actually I actually worked out for the Raiders this year. I worked out for them in you London. You did, yeah, in London. I was out there. I was out there working for Sky Sports, and they were there too. And we 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 try to get a workout here in the states. Uh-huh. <laughs> we try to work out here in the states, and they say, like, "Hey, we'll be in London same time as you." Worked out, and so I'm currently on the shortlist for Oakland. Um, they went ahead and signed DJ Swearinger. They thought that was a better situation. Um, anyhow, my point wow, is... I disagree, but anyhow... No, it is what I it like is. That, that Will Blackman, he's a good football player. I tell you what, he's a hell of a player. Listen, I have one... I've been on one losing team in 12 years since I've been in the NFL. Uh, anyhow... Oh, and Josh Norman had his best... Josh, That's Josh, right, you never played for the Jets. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Josh That's Norman right. had his best season when I was there. And then when I left, now he's benched. So... <laughs> Wow. I'm just saying. No, the the biggest thing I look at, too, though, is, like, you have to – especially, like, I look at Kellen Moore and the team. You, this team has to run through Zeke. I know, like, Dak you put up good numbers here and there, but has to run through Zeke. And I just look at his his numbers, and he hasn't had a 100-yard game since the Giant game. Like, you have to go through him. I, I believe – like, okay, is he the best running back this year? No. But if I was to start a team and pick a running back, it would be Zeke. Because there is nothing he cannot do, and he has shown it every year. And, and they pay, and you paid him, so it's like it has to go through him. And when I look at, yeah, you look at someone like Kirk Cousins, it's like the way he plays is predicated off the run game. He's he's one of the best play action quarterbacks there there is, if the run game is going very very well. Um, he, now he has shown in the past couple of weeks that you know, I think the Denver game. Um, 26 yards, he still came through. And same thing last week, he came through. So, I don't know, man. That's tough. Jason Smith, Will Blackman for Dan and the Danettes here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, happy football Friday. We got a couple of big games this weekend in the NFL we're going to break down. We got championship Saturday and college football as well. At the top of the hour, keep it right here, Fox. Okay, this is just a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please, please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The company that has been offering you great rates and great service for 75 years, it's GEICO. I've been using them for a long time myself. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. No recordings. The company, GEICO. Go to GEICO.com today. Sorry for all the numbers, but I've been a fan and a customer of GEICO for a long time. And in 5, 4, 
three, two, one. I'm out. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331 Five-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Yes! Will Blackman getting musical requests. Here this is 405 type music right here. Wow. Yes. It's a nice day to start again. Jason Smith, Will Blackman. In for Dan uh, and the Dan uh, today. Here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we'll take a look at Conference Championship Saturday and Friday night. Don't want to forget about the Pac 12 after dark. Uh, we got that coming up in about 10 minutes. But, uh, well, I mean, maybe we'll be able to forget about it if Utah loses. But uh, outside of the Cowboys' loss last night, big weekend coming up in the NFL. And, and Will, i got to tell you, number one, I'm, I'm going to look for you to sign with the Raiders any day now <laughs> after the story you told us a few a little bit ago. That's not happening. But, uh, no, no, we'll just call it. Frostburg's the Chargers radio producer. He has AFC West ties. He'll get you in there. No. You want to return punts? Yeah. I got you, Will. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah. Well, you just said you were excited. You worked out for them. You were you yeah, were happy. And it hasn't happened. And they, oh, well, they, I'll call they, 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 no. I'll talk to Tom Telasco for you this weekend. Good luck with that. There you go. Okay. Wear a lightning bolt on the side. Will's going to come in all Chargers gear now, doing his weekend shows it's here. It's not He'll be ready to go. You're right. You're right. So everyone's going young. The issue is they say I'm 35. That's the problem. Yeah, but you look young. I understand that. I would, you just change your Wikipedia page. That's all good. Instead of being born in 1984, you're born in 1994. You think they're going to do research? Come on. There's a, oh, Will Blackman. Okay, great. He's born in he's, he's 25 years old. Let's sign him. That's just the age. It's just a number. That's how it works. Uh, so, big games in the NFL this weekend. Be a happy football Friday. Uh, we have the Chiefs and the Patriots in a game that's lost a tiny bit of luster just because the Chiefs have struggled a little bit more than we thought. No, no luster. If Mahomes was still injured, yes, but he's not. Well, the point is that, that you know, the Chiefs. And the two times they played, those games have been outstanding. Oh, they have. They have. But, you know, this is not two 10-2 teams going at it. That's okay. It. This is the Patriots, and this is a, a Chiefs team that is shown to be vulnerable, uh, especially defensively. They have the they Patriots will... leading the AFC East. Yes, they are. And yeah. the Chiefs leading the AFC West. Yes, they are. And we're all good. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> but this this is still not, you know, like I said, it's, I didn't say it's lost all the luster. It's lost a little bit of luster. It's a tiny bit of luster. No. But 
The Chiefs, ahead, okay, sorry. the Chiefs are not going to sign you. Okay, the Chiefs, the Patriots are not going to sign you. Just so you know. All right, it's not happening. All right. But for this game, I'll tell you what. I know the Patriots' record at home has been phenomenal the past few years, and they rarely lose. But, I, you know, I knew this year I could tell when the loss was coming to the Baltimore Ravens and the Ravens won. The Chiefs seem like they're picking it up the past couple of weeks. And not only do I think the Chiefs are going to win, I think they're going to win big, and they're going to expose the Patriots here a little bit. They're finally starting to get it together. They're finally getting their defense. Uh, you know, they haven't fixed all their issues, but they fixed them enough the past few weeks. Their offense seems to be coming on. They figured out, look, we can't run the ball like we used to, so we have to adjust. And the main thing with the Patriots is their offense really is struggling. And, and you know, we talked about no one riding to the rescue for the Dallas Cowboys. Unless you're bringing in Antonio Brown, there's no one riding to the rescue for the New England Patriots. This is just how the offense is going to be. They're going to be a team that scores maybe one or two touchdowns a week. And, you know, that can win some games. I don't think that's going to be nearly enough to beat the Chiefs. So you say expose them. I, th- I think they they already been exposed uh, by the Ravens and by the Texans, two teams that have beaten Kansas City. So I don't I don't know uh, what exactly it was. Especially they you know they have. Well, I can see them winning this game like thirty five thirteen. Yeah, and it's but like, I well, the Patriots just got boat uh, boat raced at home. You know I can see that, but I, I feel like this loss on Sunday night um, in Houston really open some eyes and is really going to bring this team together. This is a team that can bounce back. This is a team that can handle adversity. This isn't a team where it's just, you know, the ship's going to sail and they can't figure it out. You know, they, they know how to handle tough stuff like this. And the, the fortunate thing for the Patriots is that they have plenty of film and plenty of experience against uh, these Chiefs. You know, the, when you play against a team like the Ravens, it's hard to emulate or even simulate what they do. Um so that loss was needed, and then, you know, you go to a team uh, to play against Houston versus a uh, unreal and, and a motivated Deshaun Watson. I know this is a game that he he marked because he lost two close games to the Patriots, um, where where he should have won. So I knew he really really wanted this game, um, uh, badly. So I, I hear what you're saying in terms of it being a blow, but I can it's just once again could be a, a trap game for Kansas City because it may, it may look like that. It may look like the teams have found their number, but it's hard because, you, you know, the Patriots have struggled, but then they, they always find a way to figure out and eliminate what, what they can do. So, yeah, it's interesting. All right, Niners and the Saints. Uh, this is the other marquee game. Now this is two ten and two teams. This going is at the each game. Other. This is the game. Your initial look at this, the Saints, you think they're at home, they're going to win this game, but you know how well defense travels in the NFL. The Niners have the best defense outside of the Patriots. They have enough to go in and win this game because I look at this as this is what they're paying Jimmy Garoppolo for, and this is a game where he needs to win this for them. He needs to go in and make the clutch plays because they've been winning so far with Garoppolo really kind of playing game manager. A couple of big games, but really it's about defense and the depth we have running the football, and that's how we're winning football games. Yeah, another team uh, that dealt with a, a tough loss, uh, the Niners. Uh, but the, once again, they're a team where the chemistry is good. The chemistry is, is strong enough where they can handle any kind of adversity and, and bounce back. And I feel like, yeah, they're going to go into a hostile environment. It's, I played in New Orleans, and that's probably top two toughest places to play. Um, but I think they have enough to do what they can to rattle um Drew Brees to get take it after him. Um, he's not going to run around. He's not going to be elusive like Lamar, like a Russell Wilson. Um, 
So I feel like they have enough to go in there and, and get it done. But once again, you, they're going against an incredible team with with a similar mindset. So this is a game that's going to be fun. I'm excited to watch this game. I, you know, and the thing is, Breeze has been kind of getting it the past he has couple been. of weeks. He has you know, been. he started yeah. off slow back from injury, but the last couple of weeks, I mean, was, I would say 10 touchdowns and two picks the past yeah. three games. Yeah, so he's, he's, been he's starting to pick it up. Yeah, Michael Thomas is balling. So fun game. So Michael Thomas could catch 150 passes this year. Or, I mean, that's or, the kind of year he's weekend, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Dan Patrick Show here at Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Will Blackman, in for Dan and the Danettes. Coming up next hour, we have Championship Saturday and college football to get to. But coming up next, what did Jerry Jones have to say following the Cowboys' loss last night? Could they be contemplating a coaching change? You will hear it. All coming up next right here. Jason Smith, Will Blackman. This is Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Brian Deegan here. I'm excited to bring you our podcast, The Deegans, that will be every Wednesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. We'll be covering many subjects such as racing, family, how we stay together, how we thrive as a family. So I think it's exciting. We're going to cover all those subjects and many more. Be sure you guys check out our new podcast, The Deegans, airing every Wednesday on Podcast One and on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Napa right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331.20. 5-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. 
And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.